doing it. It's just happening. You're doing Hello, it. and I... welcome to the Chris and Jack podcast that we like to call Chris and Jack's Podcast Pilots, the podcast. A podcast where we pilot other podcasts for see which podcast we should podcast. I'm going to say slickest intro yet. And <laughs> thank you. Best held Val at the end of that yeah. stretch. <laughs> Yeah, really strong. Pleasing sound for me to hold out. Just a reminder, Um, you know what it is. Just a reminder to y'all, we're gonna we're gonna each audition a new pilot for our podcast to see if this is the one. Is this the one we do another episode of one day? Is this the one that blows up into the biggest series the world has ever listened? Whoa! I I say every week that I don't look up the podcasts um so if we do something that's already a podcast sorry about that but this week i did check one idea because i was like that sounds kind of familiar is that a podcast and then it was a podcast so we're not going to be doing a podcast where we sequentially review all of the now that's what i call music albums um because that's already a podcast but check that out maybe it's good i don't know i'm not endorsing it i've never heard it i'd be curious how you get around rights issues with that i think they just talk about it probably and don't play them makes sense Makes sense. This is a good tie-in. Or maybe now, just as a brand, fully embraces the podcast, and they're like, you know what? Hey, that might be. It might be a spot. It might be SponCon. We'll see if that works out for us in the long run. Um, mild spoiler: I'm gonna be. We're gonna be talking about a lot of very specific products in mine, but none of them are are sponsored. A little foreshadowing for you all out there. What we're gonna be doing? You know a little, Chris. I'll I'll let you guys in on the secret why, but Chris knows a little about my podcast today. Even though usually we don't tell each other, I told him a little bit. I had to. There was some. There was some necessary pre work for this upcoming one, which I'm very excited about. But I don't know everything, so. Neither of us yeah, actually I, know everything. I'll tell you, you do. <laughs> you you know as much as I know, bro. <laughs> the plan here: we're each going to take turns pitching our podcast. Well, doing our podcast with the other. Um, yeah. Largely, we don't know what these are this time. We 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 have like a a a, 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 a shimmering glimmer of what <laughs> might be uh, on the horizon. Um, we're going to set a timer for thirty minutes, and then uh, we're going to see how it plays out. At the end, we're going to decide whether this was a good podcast by answering whether or not it was fun, was it repeatable, mm-hmm. and does it mm-hmm. add any value to the world? Boom. And then uh, you all can vote. So, what you think? Yeah. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start a timer for 30 minutes. Um, the reason Chris knows a little bit about this podcast today is uh, because I had to drop um, a little care package, a off. bunch of stuff off. I had to drop a little care package off at his house and he had to put it in the fridge. Jack's going first, today, today, by the way, because last time I went first, yeah. we try to alternate. So, Chris, this is a this is a taste. This is a taste test pod. This is a pod where I've just bought us a bunch of sodas. Yep. Uh, and we're going to taste test him. couple of things to preface up front. Uh, 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 I had the idea that, oh, it'd be fun. I could drop some stuff off at your house. Um, we could both like eat them at the same time. That'd be fun. I thought like maybe some chips, maybe some candy. I don't know. That'd be fun. And then I remembered that I knew where there was like a, a, a grocery store that had like a really impressive – that like specifically has like a soda collection. It's like a soda pop shop. Mm. Um so I was like, that's perfect. Now, I don't like soda. <laughs> so I chose this for its ease of me getting uh, uh, some interesting varietals. But I don't particularly like soda. So I'm not uh, holding myself up as an as an expert 
here. Uh, but on a pod- <laughs> but on this podcast, you got to be an adventurous spirit, you know? That's what it's about. I got stuff that just was like, ooh, that looks interesting. That's a flavor I'm not familiar with. Um, uh, 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 so we're just going to try some stuff. The reason I don't like soda um, is when I was a kid, I was afraid of carbonation. So I'm just going to be honest about that right now. I was afraid of carbonation. I thought it was too intense. <laughs> got to pause this for a second. <laughs> couple things yeah. first i'm very excited about this i feel like it didn't yes. get the the big exuberance of of excitement because we both knew what was coming up here a little I bit i knew i didn't get to drop the bomb i on am you. kind of a soda fan but i i, See, I had good. more of a soda phase as a kid i was more like the pepsi coke kid okay. pepsi by the way was my choice controversial Whoa. but lately i've been less on the soda game i i, I haven't been in sodas as much but i'm well I'm still these open i assume them. are all the hottest sodas as for someone sure. who's you know not out there in the soda world i assume these are the hottest ones i will start um, by I'm saying i'm very glad though, to hear you like it so that we have that yes i want to make sure it's clear though i have zero fear of carbonation and i want to know where this started and i want to know what <laughs> about carbonation is scary was it that you thought your guts were gonna like, explode from bubbles was it that no, it hurt? no no it was not a it was not a it was not an existential like uh uh thinking about what the carbonation was going to do to me fear it was like as i drank it i would just be like huh, huh, when's it gonna when's it gonna bubble oh. <laughs> and i found the like sensation of it like going like in my nose and stuff kind of intense also i think maybe uh maybe and i'm realizing this now maybe part of the association is because uh, uh, I had, I have, I had, uh, I still have asthma, but I had pretty bad childhood asthma. And sometimes like if I did not have an inhaler around a common technique was someone would give me soda to drink because, uh, uh, like the caffeine because carbonation yeah. is good, but then also the, the caffeine immediately helps like open up your lungs. Um, so maybe I associate soda with lung trauma. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't wait then, to crack into these bottles, point, man, and really face some past started, trauma. Yeah, and then I started drinking beer, and I got completely over carbonation. But then at that point, it was like well, I'm a I'm a I'm an adult with very indulgent tastes in a lot of things, and so if I could just be all, if I just have this one area where like I don't drink soda, that seems like smart for me. I didn't feel the need to change that in my life, um, but today I'm going to change that in a big way. It's only a thirty-minute podcast, Chris. I bought us six sodas, so we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to we'll polish see. through these very quickly. We'll see how this goes. I, yeah, we don't necessarily have to finish them. The goal is just to like to have a nice taste and reflect on that taste. I also like that there's a. Um, I think the choice for sodas slash liquids, good choice for a podcast, because I feel like if we were munching on chips, that might be a yeah, lot. Yeah, be terrible. <laughs> this, you, you might get a satisfying, like, pop of a bottle, little ASMR, but you're not going to be just, like, hearing our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I feel like the Cool Ranch co- competes a little bit on the, oh, the Verde. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I can't really. <laughs> so. I got some sodas from around the world. We're going to try some stuff. Oh, let's uh, go global, uh, man. Let's go. We're going to go global a little global. bit. This is really exciting, and too, because again, I love travel. Yes. And I want to be clear. If I don't like a, 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 a soda, it it is not an indictment of people who like the soda or or where in the world that soda comes from. It's because I don't like soda very much. Right. So here we go. <laughs> Um, why don't we start with for for the audio side? Make sure the bottles are clanking while you like get them out. Oh you yeah, know, give them an ASMR I got, experience. I, got, here. I put it. In, I'm in my I'm in my uh, uh, my little booth here out in the garage. So I I got a little uh, cooler bag 
and filled it up. Why don't we start with one that I think is what would be considered like a, 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 a just a, a so. Oh, by the way, I didn't do. I wrote down the name. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, now we're starting officially. So here I can give you the name. Here were my backup names. Yes. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, pop quiz, like soda pops, pop quiz. But it's not really, it's not, You're not it's quizzing a, that would be better if it was blind like a blind. Test. If it was a blind, then this would yeah. be a good name, but it's not blind. So I didn't, I didn't go with that. Pop in bottles, like pop mm. in bottles, but it's pop in bottles, but some of them are in cans. So that was bad. Right. Um, uh, here's our runner up. I felt good about this one, but it's not really the spirit of, it's not really the spirit with which we're approaching this. So you'll see why I cut it, but, okay. um, cola berators. Collaborators, like it sounds like collaborators, but we're we're berating a cola. (laughs) If it's so, if if there's a bad, if there's one we don't like, we can say for a moment the show is called Collaborators. But I went with so that's what that tastes like. So that so that's what that tastes like. Spell it for me. S O D A S O D A T. So that so that so that so that's what. That tastes like so that you know the second one could just be the word that so that's what that tastes like so that's S O D S O D A apostrophe T so that what what so that what that's so S O D A T apostrophe S is what I went with so that what so like that yeah but I'm working I'm really even having to stretch the word that because duh is the sound in so duh so that's what duh tastes like. So here we go. Let's start with, um, let's start with. Ooh, that's great. I'm loving the clanking. I'll give some over here too. Clank, clank, clank. And to be clear, Jack did genuinely before (laughs) an hour before we recorded this, literally just came to my apartment (laughs) with a box of bottles. Cardboard box. And then it was just a little like, like, cool, talk to you later, like a little high wave. And then he just left. I just got a box of bottles and then it's just like, cool, we'll see each other and talk to each other, I guess in an hour digitally but <laughs> i saw him um okay we're gonna start here? with the is it i think it's maybe smart to start with what i i'm gonna guess is the mildest flavor yeah so why okay. don't we pull out um or it's like I, you know i assume this will be like refreshing and light and might get overpowered by some other flavors later so pull out the mr q cumber mr it's q cumber i love the mr q very punny it feels right for this podcast last name the way the cumber. name is kind of playing out here it's made by i assume quentin cumber Yes, uh, it is a, it is a. Uh, uh, where's where's it bottled? Does it say? Oh man, I meant to look. Oh, it's bottled in Florida. It's bottled in Pompano Beach, Florida, and it's a cucumber sparkling beverage. Some of these are soda adjacent, you know. Yeah, and and are are we are we trying to like grade these? Presumably by the end, like what was our oh, favorite? Sure. Are we just trying to like? I think I think you describe your experience. Yeah. Um, and then at the end we can we can pick a fave and a least fave. We but don't mainly, need to. We just want to make sure we know. So that's what that tastes like. It's not. Yeah, it's not even. We just have to identify what that tastes like. <laughs> well, we got to give a good open sound. Oh wait. Oh, I had already picked which one we were going to start with, and it wasn't. I had taken it out of the thing. That's why it wasn't in there when I was looking for it. All right, whatever. <laughs> Very organized. Oh, I can't get mine open. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, did you guys hear that one? This is a screw off cap. It's, screw off cap. It's looking. It's looking very. I'll say the liquid looks nice and like light green, almost like a, yep. a clear green here. Nice glass bottle with the screw off top. I'm gonna pour it in yeah, this glass. I'm gonna say. Oh no! Light I'm gonna drink amount it out of, of carbonation. 
here. This is a this is a lighter amount of carbonation. Oh, I the, would not be scared of that. To the smell, very cucumbery. Accurately, accurately uh, marketed. Here's the here's the thing about me too is that like I'm glad it tells me what is going on in there because the moment someone hands me a glass of wine or a beer and is like, so what are you what are you picking up on yeah. in there? I freeze. If I smelled this, you I'd be like, oh, it's, the notes. it's mangoes the notes are... or it's chocolate. They're like, no, that's cucumber. Ah, now it's I exactly smell it. Exactly cucumber, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, all right, take a sip. I'm gonna take a sip as well. Oh, it is fizzy. The fizziness hits you inside, like when it gets in there. Yeah. Ooh, that's. I like it, Jack, because it's sweet. It's sweet, but it's got that cucumber freshness that doesn't it make is, it too sweet. It is sweeter than I imagined. I was thinking it would be like cucumber water at a at a at a at a at a fancy massage place. But it's not. It's a. It's just. It's no, it's a real like. I'd finish this whole thing and I'd be like, got my sugar for the day. There's a level of mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's the sweetness. I guess I, I needed. Yeah, well, it's got 29 grams of sugars. Okay. In there, well, 12 percent of your daily value. I wonder if Papano. So don't stop there, Chris. You need <laughs> right. <laughs> you need 88 percent more sugar. Um, but maybe Pompano, known for their sugars. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. The local Florida sugars. Yeah. Well, that's true, actually, right? Cane sugar, Florida. That's the thing. Uh, <laughs> See, think about all the stuff we're learning is... already on this cast. We're learning so much, Mister Cucumber. Do you have an initial? Do you like it? I like it, yes, but I hesitate to give like a, a like how many how many dats out of one soda. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to build you got to build the scale over time. So we're just gonna get initial. Also, you can you know you can circle back. They're all gonna stay here yeah. in front of what us. What I'm excited so to do is to... I'm gonna set them on the other side of my desk here in a, like an arrangement, and I'm gonna like organize them on the fly. And then by the end, maybe Great. we'll see if our arrangements match. Oh, you're gonna rank them on the fly? Yeah, I'm gonna kind of like. But by the end, you know, I can always shuffle them as we get each new one in there. Perfect. But um, let's take a trip, Chris, to lovely Havana, Cuba. Let's. This can uh, called Iron Beer Soft Drink. This one is, uh, 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 I think, like a, a very classic traditional. This is like a soda soda, like a cola, like a classic cola that's very popular in Cuba. It's can been I being read made the there little, since 1917. Yeah. Can I read the read descriptor the on, the, on the side? This is one of the best anything parts. I was just saying. Anything I was just saying was from this can. It taught me everything about itself that I needed to know. So well, go I ahead. I want to give this can a voice. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to do a, a a horrible Cuban accent. I, I would just I would I would be uh, um, I'm really bad at accents to be clear. Also, yeah, that'd be great. Not 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 a good idea for me. <laughs> That's um, one of the good reasons to steer clear of that. Yes. Um, <laughs> on a summer's afternoon in 1917, a mule drawn. Maybe there'll be some sound effects under this. Maybe not. On a summer's sure. afternoon, are you going to put 19- them? Or are you, are you saying you'll edit them in later? Or would you like, I have to, I'd have to edit them in late, later? Which means like, do I really want to put like a smashing glass here? <laughs> and then, oh man, well, someone. Here, Oh yeah, you can do that. You can record the sound effects that we'll layer in later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll, or, I'll record or can them you do, live. You do it live. That's what I was pitching. Yeah. Oh yeah, good. I like that better. <laughs> but shh, go put Thank that you. back. And then we put that back. The, Great. Yeah. Um, Where you said on a summer's afternoon in 1917, a mule-drawn wooden Summer carriage wind. arrived at a popular cafeteria <laughs> in Havana, <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> hey, a uh, coffee. It delivered the first four cases of a new soft drink that would soon be called the National Beverage, in quotes. What is this? 
What is this? I've never seen this before. Well, it's new. It's brand new. Oh, okay. And I'm sorry, you'd think we just carry this day one? You didn't have a... No, I, I called ahead. I talked to your manager. He said he said you guys were willing to stock it. Oh, you know what? That's on me, man. Sorry. I came in hot. It's been a long morning. Um, but uh, I appreciate it. We'll just put them, we'll put them in the, the back display. Front, front display, actually. We had kind of negotiated ahead of time. Okay. Okay. Now... More than 80 years later, Iron Beer is still enjoyed for its refreshing flavor with just a hint of island spices. A lot can change over the years, but not the original flavor of Iron Beer. Yeah, they 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 mark it really strong up top here. Original 1917 flavor. Um, yes. Despite the fact that I'm seeing now uh, uh, bottled in Doral, Florida. Is Florida? <laughs> The, I think it's the soda capital. <laughs> also, just a small grammatical thing I'm noticing on the can. Yeah. All of it is in um, italics, the text, except for iron beer. It's in all caps and just not italics. But for some reason, the is after the first iron beer is not in italics. It's the only oh, word that's somebody not in italics. Held, held, somebody over highlighted. Yeah. Or <laughs> somehow there's supposed to be a read that is is intended to be because you know when you have all your text in italics, then when it's not yeah, in italics, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, supposed yeah. to be the italicized so world. Word. It, it should be read as now more than eighty years later, iron beer is still enjoyed for its refreshing flavor. <laughs> Which maybe maybe works. We'll it, give them the benefit it is of doubt. Still enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, that works. That tracks Doral, Florida's iron beer. Now um, I'm gonna tap so on this the top of this. And then I'm gonna open Tap it. Go, oh, yeah. Give me, all, that, give me all this inside soda tricks that yeah, I never learned. Well, did you not? Did you not ever do this? Because no, I, I know this did it, beer, but I never know what it does. It if, moves the bubbles away from the surface. I don't know. It's it always says like, "Oh, you're not gonna." It's not gonna spray all over you. Then in that case, but I'm like, "Well, what are we doing? Aren't we shaking it up more, kind of, by subtly tapping yeah, it?" It feels like it. All right, here we go. Good sounds. Ready? Oh, oh yes, oh, yeah. Well, to iron beer. Hundred years, iron beer, unchanged. I'm gonna take iron beer soft drink, the original 1917 flavor. I'm gonna pour this one to give a little, give a little visual it's aid in a can, just to give a visual aid. Okay. So it's looking very soda-y. I think it looks like a. Mm. I think we might be just in a straight, you know, yeah, in a Coke, Pepsi type of world. I'm smelling it, and I'm smelling what seems to be like a. I'm getting like a RC cola kind of vibe, not a full like okay. Coke or Pepsi kind of smell, but it, but my my kid brain that was really picking up the nuances between those types of colas is smelling a bit of an RC vibe. Yeah, you told me you had a very distinguishing palette, cola palette. Yeah, let me now. Let's take a little sip here. Yeah, it's got a normal amount of bubbles. Mm. Maybe more more that more visual bubble than a Mr. Cucumber. That's good. That's good. There's an inter- the spices part wow. of it. Yeah. It's almost giving me like a root beer vibe in there. There's a mm-hmm. sweetness too to this as well. Well, we'll get to something root beer adjacent. In oh, a oh, bit. oh, oh, hang We're on a second. The, yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> um so now here's what's blowing my mind. Visual bubbles, way more visual bubbles than a Mr. Cucumber. But mouthfeel bubbles, way less. Yes, totally agree. Mr. Cucumber was like Pop Rock City over here. What is that? What? How does that work then? Are there like, does that mean that certain carbonated bubbles can be like timed release bubbles? Does that make sense? Like that they can be dormant bubbles and then they're like 
well, we got we're catalyzing with the salivary amylase, and now we've got ourselves it's it's bubble time. Or is it possible that it's because one's in a one I was drinking straight out of the thing and one I poured into a cup? No, it was still different even when I drank it. It was different for you. Yeah. No, th- no, it definitely okay. was. I drank I drank out of the can. Um I'm liking this. On episode 2 of So That's What Dut Tastes Like, hmm. we might do research about what carbonation's <laughs> like. <laughs> we, we this is establishing all the follow-up questions that we would then yeah, answer, yeah, yeah. you know. We're learning. Yeah. Um I'm loving this. I'm, I'm and I'm gonna be getting a nice little sugar rush here shortly. I am so already. It's gonna I'm like, be... I don't drink sugary beverages at all. I found I'll say I found iron beer uh, quite sweet, and and I don't drink. I don't know if it's sweeter than like a, a it regular. Is definitely Coke sweeter or Pepsi, than Coke but it's definitely or Pepsi, in a, and it's in a sweet world for sure. Uh, it is the most. It is so far the most soda. Soda. It feels okay. It feels to me like yes, that's a that's that's a very def- defined soda cliche product um well i'll keep us in what i assume to be a sweet zone because i think that these i've heard of this i've never had it but i think it is in the sort of root beer adjacent family um why don't you grab the red ribbon soda works birch beer we're back in glass bottle now this is feeling kind of glass this is kind of feeling nice and artisanal this one uh appears to be a twist off oh wow so we've gone okay but we had a twist off to start then we had a can. But this is a but this is this like is a, the kind you would pop, but it gives you the option of yeah. twisting. I'll pop it just to give us a give pop another sound. Sensation. Saying um, this is caffeine so, free, very low sodium. That's what it's pointing out. Yeah, made with cane sugar. So we're talking like, like this is like classic kind of Coke stuff. Not not like, yep. But then birch is a tree. Very interesting. So it's going to have like a tree like it's going to taste like a tree. This one says it was established 1904. So this is we're talking 13 years before iron beer. That was all yeah. about its year. It was all about over 100 years. These guys well, don't but really it's also, go. They, they this they're not promising that they've maintained the flavor. That sure you know? they've they've Iron gone through other like we, yeah, we did the classic thing they they might be reworking the recipe over at Red Ribbon Soda Works. I'm twisting mine off here. I didn't get a very good. Oh, you got a much better sound. I talked over it, but that was a much better sound. It's that twist. Um, and you know us, a couple sketch guys. We love our twists. <laughs> <laughs> Red Ribbon, I- brought to you by Chris and Jack. No, we're sponsoring sodas. It's not the other way around. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're okay. smelling. Tell me what you're smelling. It's kind of root beery. It's like a root beer, very root beery. Yep. Do you like root beer? I'm not a huge root beer guy. Me neither. Uh, Bottoms if up. This podcast goes through. I feel like we should cast people who like sodas. <laughs> it was always yeah, but root beer was always so funny because it was always like it was always prevalent, especially yeah. at like kids parties and stuff and it was always that big thing of like guys root beer floats tonight and i was always like hey that's cool i like a root beer float with the ice cream i like what it does it's nice that's in there but i'm also like can we make it a coke float i was i was the kid who always did the oh just the ice cream for me please oh that's a good move too i was too i was too uh nervous to not fit in socially so i always stomached the kind of like ah i'm not really enjoying this but the ice cream part i'll i'll do and then i'll kind of Chug it all down at the end. So let's see what this root beer is like and whether or not my palate has changed. Bottled in Natrona, Pennsylvania. 
I mean, that's as that's full on root beer as I remember this tasting. But it's different. It's made from a tree. This one's that's why I picked it. It's tastes like root beer to me. <laughs> yeah. It's also I'll say carbonation wise, not very carbonated. Not very, very carbonated. Syrupy. At all. Sweetness unbelievably. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking insanely sweet. I'm gonna get a headache. <laughs> yep. Well balances out with uh just salt packets um at the end. Um I'm gonna say that I still enjoy I'm still enjoying it, but it's like what's what's interesting about root beer, and especially like what I'm gathering is like, you know, more serious root beer enthusiasts traditional root beer kind of stuff granted maybe this isn't super traditional because it comes from a, a birch tree as opposed to a root but yeah. the flavor and is, now i'm realizing are the roots just root roots of birch tree is this actually <laughs> we're gonna do our research in this follow-up podcast while these questions yeah, are yeah. answered the second episode of this one's gonna be good it's just gonna be a mailbag where people explain shit to us from our first podcast <laughs> The, the thing about root beer, though, is that there is a little bit of a medicine-y vibe, right? There's some, there's kind of yeah. a little bit of a, mm-hmm. of a like, you get the licorice bitter medicinal notes, which I like in stuff. Like, I'm a big, um, like, a, I like Amaro's, you know? I mm. like a, a very herbal liqueur. I don't know what um, Amaro's is. Uh, 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 Amaro. Oh. Is like, the plural of Amaro. Am- an Amaro is a, is a, t- like a... Uh, Fernet Branca, or it, it's like a after dinner uh, uh, liqueur that's typically um, notably bitter and medicinal. That's like the appeal of it, and it like you know feels very like refreshing after like a heavy. It's very amaros are very common. In yeah, Italian food and love it. It's like a uh, hey, let's uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, uh, a spoonful of. Sugar helps the medicine go down. I don't know. There's some, some yeah, something yeah. like that. But those are not sweet. So that's right. why so I, I guess like that's these, this fundamentally is the... the opposite of what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I get what you're saying. Right. Um, <laughs> I guess in that case, the sugar is the alcohol. Right. That helps. Yeah. The medicine um, go down. But no, you should try like a nice after dinner. We should, when we're, when we see each other in the world again, let's have a nice after dinner. Yeah. Drink. Just, li- or after, just, we should have a dinner. That sounds that good. That makes sense. Actually. <laughs> Next time we have dinner. I like the idea of like, yeah, no, we have dinner separately, but we come together for the, uh, we, we, we've just exchanged care packages yeah. of after dinner nice liqueurs. Um, all right. Let's, um, I'm feeling like I'm back getting into the bag. To, I'm starting to get a little ranking system here. Um, um, I'm not going to tell you what I'm, what I, I've got. My, my instinct is, my guess is if you like a root beer, that was probably really good. Yes. This is a, I think it was a well-made root beer. I did find it too sweet, but I don't like that. We are a subjective um, audience, but I think we're learning about each other through this. Yes. Right? Yes, absolutely. Um, we have three more bottles. Way, I'm looking at these. I'm curious curious where you're steering us because now it's looking like we're getting getting a little let's wilder. Let's go. I'd like, a, I'd like a bright. I'd like to take a turn towards the bright refreshing. So let's grab the... Uh, uh, Moshi sparkling drink, yuzu, red shisu, shiso, and apple. Can I read the side of the label here? Please. I'll say it's a very pleasing bright red color. Yeah. This is, um, yeah, red shisho, shiso, shiso, and apple. Which is like a, 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 a minty herb that's very common in Japanese food. You've definitely had shiso 
And a lot of times it's on or with sushi. You've definitely had it. I've got a couple little, there's a couple little things on these labels. I'm looking at the upper part, the top here. Um, yep. Yuzo skin is full of aromatic essential oils that may settle at the top of your drink. Interesting. So we might oh, have there to. Is, there is a, I got some at the bottom, but there is sort of a, a sediment layer. Don't freak out. It's just yuzu oil. That's what they say. <laughs> yuzu is like a, 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 a Japanese citrus that is delicious. I'm not going to um, freak out. That's all I know. Don't freak out, dude. Also, I'm realizing I, I when I said, like, we're going on a little trip around the world, um, all of these are bottled in the US. <laughs> I was like, we're going to Cuba. We're going to Japan. <laughs> this one's from Brooklyn. Um, and the other one was from <laughs> Florida. All East Coast, though. It's still getting us on a little bit of a trip. A trip around. Yeah, for us, it's a trip. And, you know, ingredients come from all around the world. Um, um, here's what the label I, says. Life is yes. full of what ifs. What if you're feeling bold and want a drink to match? Pop open a bottle of Shiso Apple Yuzu Moshi and turn that if into now. <sighs> Cracking it. Life is full of what nows. Love that. Okay, Chris. Okay. This was this was the one that I picked thinking I would like it. This um flavor profile. Oh boy. Exactly. Is uh the uh like these ingredients are this plus uh uh mm-hmm. liquor was a cocktail at a gyoza bar that Lisa and I went to in Kyoto uh uh 2 years ago when we went to Japan. And it was like a slushy of these, and it was my favorite thing in the world. And I thought it was the name of a drink that was common there, and so I asked for it everywhere else we went on the trip, and it became very clear to me, like, that was just the name of the drink that they had at this bar. They yep. called it a bayasu. Don't know what that means. Uh, but it was yuzu, shiso, apple, um, and the smell is taking me right back, and I'm very the excited smell, to try this. you got to describe it. It's... It smells so good. There's like there's a sweetness that's coming up, but there's still like an earthiness that's behind it too. There's the you definitely get the like herbal notes of a of a of the shiso. And then there is the like bright acidy yuzu thing too. We're it's also so, reminding me. I mean, we're good casting for this. <laughs> great. We're like we're so good at we're foodies, describing this. Man. It's got. But I, what I'm trying. What I'm. What it's bringing up in my mind, which to give you some perspective on the difference between the two of us. By the way, I've not sipped yeah. mine yet. Nor have I'm I. just just smelling it. But it's really reminding me of like the bat. I, I'm gonna. I have the worst comparisons, but I feel like there's there's like a real fruit snack kind of thing going on here mm-hmm. too. There's like a. <laughs> there's like mm-hmm. a yeah, I'm Very really picking up like snacky, a yeah. kind of like a white shark. We pointed out vibe, that the, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the soft texture white yes, shark, not exactly. the springy blue no, shark. No, no, yeah, no, 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 I get that. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah, we pointed out that the cucumber one tastes like cucumbers. <laughs> the birch beer one tastes like root beer. <laughs> yeah, and this one smells like a white shark. Okay, let's try. Here it. Here we go. That's nice. All right. Now this, not too sweet. Maybe, that was my maybe, first statement I was going to say too, is that we're, we're, we're definitely veering out now of the sweet land. It's sweet, but it's not like. It's still sweet. It's not the kind of drink that you would drink and at the end be like, okay, uh, yeah, had a lot of sugar there. This doesn't feel, no. there's, a, there's a fruit vibe to this. 
oh, I like this. This I would just sip on or make a cocktail out of. Oh, yeah. Carbonated water, organic cane sugar, 100% yuzu juice, apple juice, concentrate, red shiso juice, concentrate, natural flavors, fruit and vegetable juice for color, citric acid. Vegetable juice. No artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. A lot going on in there, but really, um, I'd like to just really highlight, for me, the experience on my palate, uh-huh. I think it's really complex, yet simple. I feel like it really kind of like, the carbonation doesn't overpower you. It it, it, it carries you. It lifts you. Yeah. it The, the subtle flavors really push through the um, fatigue I have from drinking so much sugary stuff. <laughs> So that's nice. That's a, a uh, real important thing to uh, um, put on future copy for the labels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helps you recover I, I, from the previous soda sugar crash. <laughs> Don't freak out. It's for if you didn't just like that root beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, my timer's going off. That was thirty. Okay, we got two more to get through. Then we got we got we two more. We got we got to kind of cruise here real quick. Yeah, I also left a lot of the intro in. I started the clock before I really explained what was going on, Fair. so that was my fault. Um, but uh, uh, not to spoil the ending so far, but clear favorite for me this one. I like. I'm getting the shiso. It could be a little yuzui yuzui er for me. It could be a little more more uh, 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 citrusy. Chris, let's do the um, McFuddies. Distinctively yes. strong. Pepper elixir. Handcrafted, luck-infused, curses timidness, and satisfies the daring. McFuddy. This is from Mukilteo, Washington. Yeah. <laughs> All around the world. We're on the West Coast now. It's the got last a real... one is from Japan, I'm positive. Is it? But McFuddy <laughs> is feeling really Irish, right? There's like a, obviously, where they've got luck McFuddy could on be, it. yeah, Irish or Scottish. Um... So we are all around the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All around the world. This looks to be a, this doesn't look like to be a, a, a twist no, off. No, you, you can't twist. You gotta pop it. McFuddy's distinctively strong pepper elixir. How about that? How about that little ASMR moment there? Okay. Ooh. That's not what I expected that to smell like at all. No, it's got a, it looked like it's dark. It looks like it should be like a root beer again, but it's got a, uh, it's got another flavor that I can't describe. Yeah, it's got a real sweet candy kind of thing going on. It's very candy. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, there's a specific, there's almost a Jolly candy. Rancher kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Something happening there. I get Jolly Rancher vibes. I don't get anything peppery. No. So maybe that's what's going to come. Let's see if that that's the, the slow release. That's the these flavors will self destruct in five seconds kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Um, sipping. I'll say sweet. Not getting yep. a lot of peppery. Carb- carbonation feels perfect though. I feel really good on the carbonation balance with this guy. I've never had a Dr. Pepper. I'm sure I've had a Dr. Pepper. Is this what a doctor... Because Dr. Peppers aren't peppery. Is this just... Is this a, what a Dr. Pepper tastes That's like? That's a great guess. I haven't had a lot of Dr. Peppers in my day either. <laughs> <laughs> We're such bad holes in this well, 
What's podcast? this? You picked you I'm picked so a thing sorry. that like it like I really put us in such a corner <laughs> that we are that I was like, let's try a soda podcast, and neither of us have had Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I mean, I've had it. It's reminding me, it's reminding me of Dr. Pepper that loose re- memory. I haven't had Dr. Pepper. Honestly, I probably haven't had a Dr. Pepper in 20 years. But what I do remember of it was like, I don't think Dr. Pepper's for me. So I'm not going to have a lot more. But yeah. I remember Dr. Pepper's all about like, we got so many flavors in there. Yeah. And the pepper Dr. part pepper, of it, I'm curious why, because yeah, it's a pepper elixir. So presumably pepper elixir, I'm curious if there is a but type Dr. of- But Dr. Pepper, it isn't pepper, right? It's just like, that's his name. But the 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 actual, like, it's like beetroot or something so is, is the flavor. So is pepper then referring to maybe that like, hey, the pepper family. Like the doctor. Yeah. Like Dr. Pepper or what a literal is, now, hold on, family I'm gonna member of quick. Dr. Pepper went off. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's prune. Dr. Pepper is a prune juice. Oh, it does. This taste pruney, man. What are we doing <laughs> again? It's the moment that someone tells me to do a flavor. Like, tell me what you're actually tasting. And I'm like, you tell me first and I'll verify if I and get I'll that or like, not. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm really I mean, curious. it says distinctively strong pepper elixir. I mean, if pepper is prune, then then sure, it's strong prune. I wouldn't think that's a prune. Yeah. I went through a real <laughs> prune phase, too, by the way. Just loved me having, like, snacking on prunes. They're really tasty. Prunes are nice. Yeah. I think this could, I could, I could, I could, I could see this as, if someone was like, yeah, I could see if this is, um, I could, I could. I could see this being pruned before I could see this being pepper. I don't get a pepper thing. Yeah. I'm curious for this last one, Jack. Yeah. So this is um this is this is the one that when I pulled it out of the box, I was like really curious to try this. This is uh uh by uh Tomomasu, a Japanese uh 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 soda company. It's a durian cider. Durian? You know a, yeah, do you know what durian is? Isn't that the smelliest? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> so it's banned on Singapore subways. But the fruit is. I don't know if the soda is going to be that Oh, my stinky. God. It's banned on, on certain subways and stuff because people don't. some people don't like the smell. Some people find the well, smell too strong. Some people but find people the smell it. to be. I've never be, had durian. Some people find the smell to be like rotting flesh is what the smell is. Yeah, have you had durian? No, but a friend of mine did when I was on Blue Man Tour. My stomach's already turning, by the way, just from how he described the durian experience. So the fact that this may be durian as it but smells. People but people love durian. But people love it. Some Maybe it's people like one love of those, durian. Yeah. Um, so it's a carbonated yes, it beverage. It is supposed to, people will often say that it's like, oh, it's like a delicious uh, fruity flavor that you're drinking near a toilet um, is is or eating. But it's like a the durian fruit is like creamy and it's got like a big fleshy inside. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, I did try to find a review online. Uh-huh. Um, and the only one I could find in English for this soda was just someone saying, what it smells so bad? What happened? <laughs> oh, but I don't know. But I don't know. But I don't my know. God! So um, are we gonna? Cra- <laughs> let's crack it. Are you gonna crack this? Let's crack it. All right, I'm cracking this. I'm like sweating now. I'm nervous. I'm already nervous. And keep in mind, I oh. don't like soda. Oh, oh, is it super? Carbon? Oh, that's the one that's already exploding on me. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Not a fan? Oh, wow. That is a strong smell. <laughs> well, there was a... I'll say, I got a very strong kind of unpleasant smell right at the beginning, and then it it settled into a place that I don't mind at all. There's a... Uh, I don't know, man. I'm... I'm bringing no pressure. My, well, I'm getting maybe I'm getting more accustomed to it. The initial vibe was That's like really it, like it settled for me. Was really like rot rotting smell, mm-hmm. and then now it's kind of it's kind of said. Well, then it went to like a bile place for me, but then now it's kind okay. of in this place of I don't it's know. Not, it's ebbing and flowing for me. <laughs> it is for me as well. I'm getting a lot of back and forth on this. I, gotta there, do, I can. I, there's a definitely a sweet undertone there's definitely like a fruity soda <laughs> sweet undertone oh but some of the overtones are are strong uh, and this is the one of course to spray all over my desk yeah i'm sorry about that yeah that wasn't intentional well i mean i gotta i, do, I gotta get that. this over with i gotta sip this real yeah, quick give it a try <laughs> that so, is um there's a physical sensation to this that I can't describe. Uh, nausea? Is that is that the it's one? It's not nausea. It's like dr- it's like drying me out in a in a in an intense way. I find this pretty intense. There's a ooh, yeah, my nose is starting to run. There's a when I when it first went in <laughs> when it first went in, it had a uh uh it tasted like it smelled. And then the aftertaste yeah. it's kind of landing in a kind of still like creamier meat like creamier place yeah there's a real <laughs> savory thing here yeah this turned into a bit of fear factor for me by the end i, I definitely didn't anticipate did not that. intend that um so i'm sorry about that my feet are um, sweating i can i can sense it <laughs> people so this is this is what everyone says about durian that it's like a real like hits you in the spot or does not lisa loves durian i know so i was like i was like oh maybe it's something that i would like too i did not immediately I'll tell you that. Um, but a, this is a durian tonic. So so it also yeah. I no one has told me that this is a good version of a durian. No, like, I mean this, this might is be, not a this, I don't know. I'm that assuming this that this is probably a, perfect, a more you know toned down durian that we experience. Yeah. That this wasn't cracking it open and, and eating the flesh right there. Right. Um but I do feel like huh. this was a great little like <laughs> gateway <laughs> into yeah. that into that world. I I'll say when picking these out. My genuine hope was like, oh, that's a thing. That's like a thing people have talked about a lot that I've never tried. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll love it. And I, I, I uh, came in with an open mind, and my immediate reaction is not positive. I'm gonna have <laughs> some more of the uh, yuzu soda. Yeah, I'm gonna follow it up while with a little we, uh, Mr. Cucumber. I think. Mm. So we're looking for. We don't need to rank the whole thing. We're looking for our favorite. And our least favorite, that's what we're just going to quickly reflect And our upon. most surprising, maybe. Yes, sure. I'm going to say my favorite, or I'm going to say, I'm going to say my least favorite also ties for most surprising. It was the Durian one. I'll be honest. I'm going to say, for me, experience of drinking them, that I'll definitely agree most surprising. I didn't like it, but I enjoyed trying it. Whereas the uh, 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 the birch beer one was just like, oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know that I do not like root beer. Birch beer was, the, was was my was my bottom of the other other ones. That was my second. Yeah. Um. But I but I, I almost like don't want to fully 
The Durian one is so, so, so unique that it feels almost in a category of its own. I don't want to like knock it because I can, I, I also, am, it was the most exciting of all of them. And favorite for me was uh, the, the Yuzu Red Shiso and Apple by Moshi. Same for me. Okay. Look at us. Huh? So Mo- Moshi were available for sponsorship. I want to know real quick, rapid fire, your ranking. Let's see if we did it exactly the same. Sorry, I just had a little, I had a little burp and <laughs> I did not enjoy it. There's too many flavors. Happening. Yeah, there's a lot um, to take my, in here. My rankings, uh, uh, number one, Moshi's Yuzu Red Shiso and Apple. Same. Number two, Mr. Cucumber. Same. Number three, Iron Beer. That's where we soft swapped. Drink. You my, went McFuddy's? I went McFuddy. Um, number five, Birch Beer and not on the list. <laughs> it's its own world yeah. and we should just respect what it is <laughs> it is all over my desk um, well that concludes so that's what it tastes like and we found out exactly what a durian tonic tastes like it tastes like it and uh, we were totally <laughs> in love with it okay thank you for that podcast <laughs> Yeah! Yay! What a sensory adventure. Yeah. That we'll decompress was. about it at the end. Yeah. I don't know why I chose that. <laughs> I don't like sodas. But uh, <laughs> let's jump into the next but one. But do you like music? And do yeah. you like the origins of music? Well, if so, well, <laughs> and do you like, and do you like lies? <laughs> no, I don't. Because if so, then you're gonna love my next podcast. <laughs> it's called Behind the Lyrics, but Wrong. Here's the way this podcast is gonna work. Okay, I'm gonna set my timer. I'm gonna set my timer here. The idea here is that I know that there are times where, you know. There's behind the lyrics type of shows behind the lyrics kind of I, I feel like there there are times where like interviews people will like artists will come on talk about their songs and about what might mm-hmm. have inspired them and whatnot. So what I thought might be fun, considering that really neither of us are like have any top hits out there right now as you musicians. did recently release a song. I did recently release a song and it's not, friend, dear friend Sean. It's not, it's a, not top, a top charting hit. It's yet. not on the billboard charts yet, but I don't think they push out where it's going to be overall it, the overall rankings until the end of the year we have to we're, we're more looking oh, okay. at like oh it did it was Long it the, what so was it the song do, of the summer you know they do do every week right the billboard charts but you're saying they're going to do like a comprehensive one and those and and it could be songs that weren't on at any other point yeah, is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I think it's probably okay. the best thing for us. I think probably once all of those most listened to here was your year in review Spotify things start to come out and people screen grab that and it's like, oh my yeah. gosh. And then everyone realizes like, oh, everyone was listening to Swipe You Right by Non-Funkable. Uh-huh. Shout out. You don't need to be perfect, babe. Our selection for connection is dancing through the then uh, uh, the Billboard people will be like, oh, we missed that one. Go back. How do we miss that charts. one? Go back, adjust the charts. Do the Billboard charts, sorry, important question, very important question. Do the Billboard charts now like just 
count Spotify streams. I'm gonna. I have so many little carbonation <laughs> aftershocks. I see Excuse why you're me. deathly afraid of carbonation now. <laughs> Look what it's done to me. Yeah. Um, they probably count like Spotify plays and stuff, right? It's not because like the standard was like. It used to be how many times it was like spun by DJs was like like on the radio. I doubt that's still. They must do stream numbers. I mean, I yeah. wonder if it's got to be, you know, across all platforms, because obviously they can't say Spotify has the monopoly. Yeah. Well, um, so everybody out there, mail in, tell us uh, what's going on with the Billboard charts, explain sodas to us, teach me yes. about root beer. Because uh, <laughs> we are experts. Um, and as experts, um, this actually is going to play in perfectly because uh, in this podcast pilot that we're going to be auditioning here, the point is that we aren't experts, but we're pretending to be. Okay. What we're going to do is um, <laughs> we're going to look at the lyrics to a song. Okay. And we're going to kind of invent what we believe were the reasons behind the lyrics. I want to do a deep dive want- into a song, but I want us to make up all of what's been going on. What led to this song as we are seeing it? I think we're going to kind of get more microsco- mi- microscopic on the lyrics yeah. and talk about them in a line-to-line way. And then to but avoid... What was the David Coulier to this you ought to know exactly and so we are gonna and then at the end i think we're gonna sing the song to avoid copyright because inevitably you'd want to play it back later Mm, um mm, but mm. i wanted to avoid copyright issues because obviously they're really policing patreon yeah well we'll see how they do it on the now that's what i call music podcast that we'll all be (laughs) listening to as homework yes um but yeah we can sing it i think that's a good pitch yes is it are we just picking are we picking the song now or have you picked a song i've picked a song primarily because it was the one that i was like oh what's a song and that was the first one that popped in my head okay i just copied the lyrics in an email to you the song that we're gonna be breaking down is monster mash by bobby pickett What? What? Oh my! <laughs> Why was Monster Mash the first song that popped in your head? Did you give yourself this prompt, or were you just like, "What's a song?" Oh, Monster Mash is a song. Uh, What's right. an evergreen song I listen to any time of the year? Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Obviously, um, Monster Mash. Song of the summer. Song of the summer, man. I don't know why, but that did <laughs> pop into my my mind generally as like, a, oh, what's what is what's a song? Huh? He did the mash. He did the. All right, perfect. <laughs> That's Great. the song. But I like. Is it Monster Mash like a highly narrative song? Yes. That's why I like that. There's a behind the lyrics thing here. Is that we can talk about it a little bit. <laughs> Get into a. I also don't know fully if we're in character as the like. As the like Boris Karloff, like Boris, Boris Karloff, co-written with Lenny Capizzi, it says in my email. Yes, important, <laughs> important to remember um, that that uh, uh, are, are we? I, I want to keep it open in this podcast as to whether or not we are playing as in the reality of the song, or if we are yeah. pretending to be Bobby Pickett. What do you feel like is the better approach, the more fun approach? Uh. uh, uh. <laughs> I'm 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 so I'm so open. 
I like us. Here's what I think is going to happen. I actually think it's a fusion of the two. I think it's the fusion are, of the two. Because are we Chris and Jack or are we Bobby Pickett and Lenny Capizzi? Are we doing like an improv exercise where we yes, we tell are, back the story? Yes, we are Bobby Pickett and Lenny Capizzi. <laughs> and then what we're also going to do is that I want this reality to I want us to improvise in this reality. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, want, I want this song to, to have been based off of some sort of autobiographical experience that they had. Okay. okay? All right. Well, Bobby P- it was written by Bobby Pickett. It was co-written by Lenny Capizzi. So I'll be Lenny Capizzi and I'm going to give you the task of this happened to you. <laughs> Uh, I, I find it fascinating that you didn't choose a, like, sort of poetic, lyrical song that it's like, what does this even mean? We're going to figure out what it means. You chose a deeply narrative Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, the reason, um, too, is yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, I lo- obviously, I lo- it's not criticism. for the pilot, for the pilot, <laughs> You know, when yeah. we, we would actually release this pilot, we would actually release this pilot around Halloween mm. t- to make sure mm-hmm. that, like, when it go, when we make this our public podcast, you have to right. have the runway doing, now right, right, right. to be able to then be like, we decided it's this one, and then our first episode yeah. is coming out of Halloween, so people are, are streaming it, right? And is this, sorry, uh, in in <laughs> behind the lyrics Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm lies, listening, of course. Is it always Monster Mesh? <laughs> Maybe that's we decide that we can decide, we decide that, that later. afterwards. We decide how yeah, deep yeah, we yeah. need to go on this, right? Yeah. So, okay. Um, without further ado, this is behind the lyrics, but wrong, or behind the lyrics. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So this is Bobby Pickett. Hey, Lenny Capizzi here. Uh, and thank uh, you guys so much for joining us. Yeah, this is we're a little nervous. This is kind of our first time doing podcasting. It's 1962, so for us, this is just like what is a computer? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but we were able to get some technology teleported back in time to us that we gathered and put yeah. together, and we're sending these files to the future. And we would love to tell you that story and the secret to time travel. Um, but we're here today. To, to talk explain about our in song. detail our songwriting process for the pretty self-explanatory monster bash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were told by someone who had some brilliant idea in the future that someone needed a real breakdown of what inspired some of these lyrics. Now, yeah. the thing about it, though, it's actually a brilliant question that this per- person mm-hmm. posed mm-hmm. because <laughs> some might assume that this was just like some fictitious made up farcical down the line narrative thing but the reality is i simply recreated in song form um uh, an experience that actually happened to me i'd i'd love i'd love for you to jump into that story bobby i do want to make clear to our listeners you used a lot of artistic license you know the the song opens with i was working in the lab late one night when my yes. eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the monster mash now that's not literally what happened to you right you're not a lab scientist i am not you did not create a monster but a little closer than people might assume <laughs> yeah your personal experience yes um there was a there was enough there there for me to start mm-hmm. to see that there was a song here. 
Yeah. Like that in this story, as it, as my experience played out, I definitely knew I was like, well, this is obviously going to be a story. I'm going to tell Lenny soon. Yeah. Um, we, I heard we, it. I was like, yeah, baby, that's a song. Yeah. Which credit to you, man. Lenny brings the thunder. Okay. Yeah. Lenny's, yeah, yeah. Lenny's all the music. I'm more the idea guy. I'm more the lyrics guy on our, our typical work. One of my big ideas a lot of times is somebody says it and then somebody does a Boris, Boris Karloff voice after and says it again. So someone says, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. Yes, you know? yes, that's yes. Sort of the, that's the sauce I bring to the dish, you know? Right. Um, which is a nice little segue for the origins of this event that happened yep. to me. Um, so I was not working in a lab late one night. I was in my <laughs> get kitchen. Get that out of your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, get that out of your head right <laughs> <But> now. <laughs> some might, you can see the connection because I was in my kitchen. Yeah. And I was cooking. So some people, it's like the lab is a, it's a comp, you know, you're like a chef making a concoction. It, it happens. Yeah. And Bobby's got a home studio. He's constantly working from home. So popping into the kitchen and still a creative space for him. You yes. know, he's and in I the find flow. it's very meditative to be working on something, keeping my yeah. hands in motion because yeah. I'm also, you know, I'm a musician. I play instruments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that instrument, I more think of it by my hands as the true instrument because put anything in those hands and I'll play them. Magic's in this instance, happen. what's that? I said magic's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was Thank just you. sort of very softly yesing what you, you said. You were kind of doing your Boris Karloff yeah. follow up kind of lyric situation. Magic in his hands. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so this is where it gets a little crazy. Lenny, if I may, you know, you know where this is going. But of course. But, uh, but basically, so I'm in here. My intention is to make a straight up traditional like, well, I was cooking for dinner, but it was around lunchtime. I was okay. I was pre-cooking, so I was making some chicken. Yeah, uh, because and this I wanted is to have good. like don't leave out a detail, you know? No. Get it all in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was were cooking. You, you were prepping. I was you prepping, were prepping for lunch. I was gonna roast some chicken, take some time, takes a couple hours. So I was prepping the chicken. And then was, was that going on like a salad? It was no, it was gonna be pl- I was gonna plate it. I was gonna have potatoes, okay. chicken, and uh broccoli. Because you know, they just Probably just around this year we currently live in, invented the Cobb salad at the Brown Derby in Los Angeles near where we live. So I was wondering if you were trying out one of those hot new Cobb salads. Uh, that was a bit that was a bit too exciting for me. Yeah. That was a bit like I'm I not mean, traditionalist. People are, people are freaking out right They're now. They're freaking out right know. now. I don't think it's gonna last. I yeah, I'm assuming uh, I'm explaining this because I'm sure. By the time whatever future year we're sending this to, you're going to be like a Cobb salad, and then you'll look it up, yeah, uh, in in a in a history textbook at your library, a as every, where everyone looks stuff up. You'll go pan through some microfiche and find out that this wacky invention, the Cobb salad, quickly fell out of favor. It's a real flash in the pan, like yeah. it was for me. Okay, getting that broccoli going, you know. There's some spices down on top of it. It's very helpful when either of us use a food metaphor. It immediately reminds you. It certainly does. Of your story. (laughs) So I'm here. All right. So I'm here cooking some chicken. I then uh, uh, I move on to peeling potatoes because guess what I'm making? Some mashed potatoes. Chicken potatoes. Oh, mashed potatoes. Yeah, sure. So -hmm. I'm starting to prep the potatoes. I'm starting to wash, wash them and then put the potatoes in the yep. sink, you wash the potatoes, soak them, soak them, leave them, leave them be. As I'm letting it soak, I'm letting the water run on top of the potatoes. Then I'm going and back. You said over. you'd already peeled them at this point. Yes. Yeah, so now I'm letting it soak. 
Okay. Kind of getting off any of the grime or any, any sure. other stuff. As they're in my sink soaking, uh-huh. I am uh uh I turn on a light nearby. And suddenly, to your surprise, the potatoes you came to life. Okay, so he told me this story. I'm like, that's a song, baby. I now when you I say they came this to life, they yeah. Did did they they were moving of their own accord? They had formed into the shape of a per like two legs, two so arms. There was a, a, a but head. a potato a potato man made of small made of potato not like the individual potato. Not the potato. No, it was a man made and legs. of potatoes. Yes. How many would you say? How many potatoes to compromise a full potato potato monster? I'll say this looked like a potato monster to me, made yeah. up of thirteen potatoes. Okay, good, good ballpark. I also like to overcook the amount I'm going to have because mm-hmm. you know me, I'm working a lot, so I want to make sure that I store some potatoes away for future meals. Yeah, yeah. If you're mashing, you're making at least thirteen, so you can portion it out for the week. You know, some some meals last a long time, unlike these freaking crazy ass cob salads. You got to make it and eat it fresh or it goes bad terribly. I can't, but you make a little I, extra potatoes. Lenny, I feel uncomfortable dropping this Cobb salad stuff all the time. They're not going to have any clue what we're talking about. All right, I'll yeah, cut it out, man. Listen, <laughs> cut out all of this stuff. This only has to be a half an hour. Obviously, we can talk for an hour and a half about the origin of Monster Mash. I mean, you're only just now introducing the monster. And what? We've been talking for like... Two and a half minutes already. This is a half an hour easy. The <laughs> the, the 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 thing that struck that the thing that sticks out most for me. What's so fun about what that experience was and the retelling of it is that yeah. yes, it was unnerving and jarring seeing a sink of potatoes form into a a being. And I'll tell you where it goes in a second. Uh-huh. But also in the retelling of it to Lenny. You should have seen his face. You oh. should have seen his face. I'm playing it real cool right now. When I when I first heard this, I yeah. Oh, I just about lost my damn mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and he, I was hospitalized for 3 4 weeks. But that's uh, where really the tone I, that you hear yeah. I don't want to get ahead of your story but also a lot of the melody and stuff, you'll notice some some sound bed in the in in the song based off of the hospital sounds. That you were hearing mm-hmm, during that time, mm-hmm. and my my uh, shocked wails trying to reconcile my life with what I thought existence had previously been, were the direct inspiration for the woes. So that's a fun little fact for you. <laughs> yeah, that's you know around the chorus area. So for me, mm-hmm. what, what I what 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 the, le- the 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 events that led to Potato Man coming to life was sink full of water, turn on a light, light bulb flickered. My guess is that it was a cross electrical situation that then got an electrical Mm. electrical current into the water itself and i don't know if you know this lenny but potatoes are actually great conduits for electricity you put you know have you seen that where you can put like a potato and and plug a light bulb into it i've seen the i've seen the classic potato battery i believe uh uh my youngest daughter did that at the science fair what i've never seen but choose to believe is that sometimes a, a potato, while conducting electricity, also uh, like inherits the soul of a recently dead prison inmate? That's what it told me. 
Okay. That's what it told me. That, it so said, that I've never seen. No. But but I have, and okay. I can verify that this guy, Lenny Cruz, his soul somehow came back into my, my, my sink of potatoes. And, and he and, suddenly and for said- for me, it's like, that was part of what blew my mind, is like, you were talking to a dead Lenny, and I, I heard that, and I was like, is this about to be me? Is this me trying to contact you from my future grave? Because obviously, you know, we've known for a while that time travel and time communication is very yes. possible. Yes. Uh, so hearing like, oh, another Lenny returned? Um, but no, just some other guy. No relation. No relation. No relation. And um, a lot of people are related by first names back here in the 60s. I don't know if that's still a thing. Well, what's also interesting about the fact that its name was Lenny was what made me go to Lenny first to tell the story. Lenny and I aren't like great friends. You know, We're we are not- we are collaborators, but I would you- definitely have other people I would tell this to first. I would tell my wife, and- I would tell, uh, I would, you know. And not frequent collaborators. Our last, we, we got into a real rights dispute about who wrote Itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. We both yeah. got kicked off. Neither of us got credit on it because we were right. causing such a shitstorm about it. So it's yeah. like, no, are we fr- are we friends? No. Is my name Lenny? Yeah. So I guess talk to me about it. Right. But I'd like to and think again, this is what brought my us again. Freaking mind. And really brought us closer, I think. So this potato man, Lenny Cruz, said, Hey, I'm Lenny Cruz. What am I doing here? Who are you? I said, Who are you? What are you? What's going on? Just then. To my surprise. An Elvis Presley track comes on. Whoa. Potato Man gets quiet, starts dancing. I can't explain how surprised I was, but the best way I could was through some of the lyrics in the song here. So I did have a a, a Potato Man come to life and then started to dance around, you know, in, in the next phrase, like from my laboratory in the Castle East. Again, I live on the east side of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. That was me. That, that That's actually true. That was me going to my master bedroom in the house at the time to try and call some authorities. And the um, vampire part was sort of... Oh, that was just more of liberties. a like, fun, like, oh, if we're going to go Halloween, we should throw yeah, a... Yeah, rhymes with East, got it. Yeah. Um, the ghouls all came from their humble abodes. That was... The ghouls presumably were like, we're talking about, you know, Obviously, I think some of this is starting to become pretty obvious, but like that was more based off of like the soul that had possessed the potatoes. But what people don't realize is that we intended for this lyric to be uh, Adobe, but we misspelled it on the sheet. Yep. The ghouls all came from their humble Adobe. So just know that. And then, you know, to get a jolt for my electrodes, obviously they did the monster mash. They did the monster mash. Um, and 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 naming it the Monster Mash was that in, that's just like the, a cool name of a dance, or was that that had nothing to do with him being about to be mashed potatoes? That it had was everything a, to do with it. No, that that, okay. that, that was right. definitely connected. Yeah, that that, that makes like, sense. Yeah, that was more that 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 I I felt like once I once I noticed like oh you were supposed to be my mashed potatoes, but now you're a monster. You're monster mashed potatoes. Yeah, you're. Hang on a second, doing the monster mash. And did so, you ask him why he was dancing and why that was? Well, what I'm realizing now is that the soul was leaving his body and it was more of a writhing and Got not a dancing. It. But it was pretty awful and torturous to look at. So I tried to, to spin that. And my therapist told me I should spin it to more of a positive memory for me to try and like reconcile and understand what's going on there. Talk to me about therapy because I'm thinking I should try it. I did have that really explosive uh, 
mental separation there. So I'll, I'll check that out sometime. I think it's worth giving it a a, a shot. Just yeah, I, I think that for me, it definitely um, yeah, I think it repaired some things. But I feel like for 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 you, I mean, you just you went to the hospital. They defibrillate her heart back you're fine mostly yeah. so i don't know if there's really and can i i want to ask here uh, uh and i'm not i'm doing this from memory i'm not reading ahead in the lyrics but i have them in front of me so it's useful yeah um i've never i this is i'm wondering if this is something you snuck in during the record because you you know we we wrote it together but then you know you were there producing on the day yeah and so you took meta taking some liberties i do not at all remember that the that the backing verse says uh, the zombies were having fun. Wahoo! Tennis shoe is how it's written down in the lyrics that are transcribed here. Wahoo! Tennis shoe. I did. To be fair, I did sneak that in there, yeah, but that you was got that one by me. <laughs> that was in production. That wasn't in actually when we were recording it as a as, uh-huh. as a lyric. It was. Uh, um, it was later on we found out that our uh, main recording artist had left the microphones on in between and I was going to a game of tennis and I had okay. left I, I had lost uh, 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 my gear um, and I was told that like oh you are so absent minded honey why are you not checking back at the studio why aren't you checking in the car why don't you <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> get off my back you know, I know the tennis shoe is somewhere here, honey. And then it led to kind of like a big old, a big old fight. That's honestly, I didn't want to touch on it, but that's honestly where the, the vampire lyric came. It was more of a dig at my, oh wow. at my wife, just kind of a vampiric kind of, uh, she'd like to really go for the jugular on a lot of these, these fights, uh, at, at home, but it was more, um, wow. I found out later that, uh, uh, it was indeed in the car all along. But when I went to the studio, I came in, I was like, uh, uh, anyone seen tennis shoes, tennis shoe, tennis shoe. Yeah. I see my tennis shoe. And they just left that in. Well, I loved it when I was, oh, when I was yeah, hearing yeah, it yeah, back yeah, yeah. and I was like, no, Oh, I mean, we're missing works, a rhyme. Baby, here. Works, I just thought was baby. real fun. Because I think it's important, too, to just note that, like, you know, a lot of what was around the events that led to this song was so terrifying and and really uh, uh, affected us deeply that I think it was important that we had, like, a, an energy of positivity, some level of silliness. Yeah. And and if you're wondering at home, was did it all come out straight in one go as Monster Mash? Was this kind of our first? No. I just want to be clear. There was a, there was, this is what we landed on through some trial and error, but there were many drafts of Potato Man songs. Yes. We didn't just, we didn't just, you know, the artistic process, you got to be flexible. You got to, you got to negotiate with it. You got to, you got to trust the process and follow where it goes. But do you want to tell them a couple of our other song titles? Yeah. Let me play them a little bit uh, of, of Spud Bud. I was sitting in my kitchen just making some food. Everything was solid, yeah. The day was good until in my sink there suddenly appeared a tiny little man and he filled me with fear. Spud Bud. Spud Bud. Somebody find my tennis shoe. It snuck in there to a lot of them. <laughs> There's a real, yeah. I had to make sure that that part was tonally consistent throughout. Yeah. And hey, we may we may re-release that track down the road, so you may be hearing this in the future, realizing Spud Bud. 
Spud Bud, Spud w- was played far, far more than than Monster Possibly. Mash. But Spud Bud is Possibly. definitely still. You uh, you might be sitting there works. listening to Spud Bud eating a cob salad, going, "What are these guys talking about?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, the future will be something, huh? Could be. Could be. Do you have hopes for the future? Hey, just trying to make it through every day. But you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see like a big, like a pyramid that's like a shape like a boob. Hmm. I don't know. Do you have any ambitions? Because that's just kind of what I thought would be cool. Um, but again, I'm still trying to piece together a lot of uh, damage done to my brain. And I'm here for that journey with you because I'm most excited for what I'm, you know, I'm a, I, I, I'm a purist. I'm an artist. Um, and I really feel like this is the beginning of many big hits for us. I'm oh, really excited sure. for the, you know, the, the, the future creations that we have. And you have some crazy stories, too, that we've been kicking around basing future songs off of. Yeah. Um, you know, there was the time that you, <laughs> you got. <laughs> like deep gun. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, deep gun. <laughs> I'm sorry to just laugh at your at your life your no, life circumstances. <laughs> uh so no, Well I'm, there's the time, you know, there's the time that you got you got you 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 literally yeah, you you got a you did get bit. Yep. By a rabid dog walking and your cat. Yes. Walking I did. It was uh, really scary. Um, there was also that time where I got lost driving and found myself on a on a highway um, to the danger zone. And maybe that's a song someday. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's we uh, could try it. We could. Well, we'll put we'll, we'll we'll write that one down and we'll float it out to some contacts we have in town. We're kind of putting that around, just kind of put out the feelers, see how yeah. people feel about that. <laughs> I pitched that to Bobby a couple times and it hasn't totally stuck yet, but I feel like there's something there. Can yeah. you see me driving? Can you see me out there on the road? I'm driving. Oh, if I park here, I'll get towed. Keep driving. Never, ever stop. Highway to the danger zone. Could be something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Who is the hitchhiking over there? Is it the devil? He does not seem to care. Devil may care. Devil definitely doesn't care. Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> You know, could be. Something. I know you got to follow. You got to follow your heart. You got to follow your heart, and you really should because, from what I gather, the shock was so intense from what hearing that story did yeah. to you that you have major heart problems. Major heart problems. Was in a coma for four weeks. Still piecing piecing it all back together. Um, but hey, got a big hit out of it. Yeah. Could be rich enough. Could be like we're gonna be rich on this thing. I'm talking like boob pyramid rich. You know, really. Could, could contract some some workers. Yeah, oh, this, this is but a good podcast. We're sending to the knew, future. If ever I knew, if ever if ever there was a time that really two friends get even closer, it's now. And I also realize that what I've learned through this experience has been like what drives you. You know mm-hmm. what kind of brings mm-hmm. us. This might be something that we can draw on. Um, Mm -hmm. I also know that like, you know, eventually what maybe I might help submit some plans for what your, uh, your mausoleum will look like. Hey, 
couple fun ideas floating out there. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking notes. <laughs> but that's Monster Mash. Yeah. Um, largely. I, I, Bobby I, I Lenny. Like... <laughs> but, Not that uh, Lenny. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, no, don't, no, no relation there. Um, but we hope that this podcast will catch on in a flash. And so we're gonna we're gonna play you out by singing oh, yeah. a rendition of our hit song. Oh yeah, I forgot Monster Mash. <laughs> How much of it? Just like the, the beginning. You think of the just whole thing? Eight seconds worth. <laughs> That's the end. I was working, working in the lab, in the lab late, late one, one night when my, when my eyes, eyes beheld an eerie sight. An eerie sight. Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta float out in the ether on these, man. You know, you just I mean, try new a, things. We're trying. It pilots. was a big idea. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I was laughing a lot, struggling not to for all the right reasons. <laughs> I'm sure. Getting, <laughs> getting more insight into Lenny. Oh, and, and that was a good game. You did a good, you did the right pivot of the game. I was laughing because of like the stories when we were drawing on different stories that have happened to you. I was just going to list a lot of like awful things that have happened in your life. I thought that was going to be the no, game. And better. then you pivoted to like, oh, actual hits. And then it made my mind go like, oh yeah, what are other, what are the songs? That, but we that didn't we do any others. Yeah, we just yeah, stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I really liked is. We got through really the main part of the lyrics immediately. <laughs> Thinking like, oh yeah, I've got a half an hour of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's um, where the, that's where a podcast shows it. That's where it's a podcast. Yeah. Is that it's now suddenly like now we're doing deep dives. We're learning about these people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a blast looking into the ether with you. But we'll I. talk about that as the review, you know? We're in that phase now, Jack. We come on the other side of these two. I'm going to say hit podcasts. Hit, hit, hit podcasts potentially for sure. Um, um, what was that one? Okay, so it was Sudats uh, uh, would Sudats would uh, taste like and behind the song. Behind the lyrics, but wrong. But wrong. Yeah. Um, as we also were improvising, having, um, what was that soda that we had at the end there? A durian tonic. Durian tonics coursing through our veins. So yes. uh, I'm going to be real. Uh, 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 the amount of soda that we drank, which you'll see if you watch the video. I wasn't having huge swigs of any of these, but for me, who doesn't ever drink them? I got a I got a sugar headache like two in. Uh, <laughs> it was intense for me. Um, so 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 right now I'm I'm just rocking it. I'm just riding, yeah. feeling riding great. a headache. Let's talk about. So that's what that tastes like. And talk about, was it was it fun? Was it repeatable? And did it add value to the world? I had fun. I had a blast. I, uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think I probably had more fun than you did on the soda consumption side because I don't currently have a headache. I got one kind of immediately. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, I did it to myself. I know I don't like soda. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun sort of in spite of myself of like, why I, I did spend a lot of it going, why did I, why did I think this? <laughs> why? Why should we have done this? 
That was a lot of the questioning I was having <laughs> in my podcast. The um, well, then was to it? me that says it's probably not repeatable because going down that road of having so many sodas for you might not be a good life choice to line up for the sake of your head. We could have guests and have them drink all the sodas. <laughs> That's true. Let's so it's kind of like a hot day. ones, but it's that we never eat the wings. Yeah, that's a, that's a rude host if we yes. just never never drink and no, just could, laugh at I them. I could drink I could drink six sodas once a week or once every two weeks. That'd okay. be fine. That'd be fine. Um, but I'll tell you one aspect that might make it not that repeatable is, uh, uh, you know, there was a good selection at this place I went to. It wasn't like there were hundreds of weird sodas. I think six was kind of a lot. We probably could have done two. <laughs> I agree. We went, I mean, we, we definitely like filled the full thing with four and then yeah. went for two and then more added two more. So did it add value to the world, Jack? I think so. I'll say I'll betray a little. Sometimes uh, I don't try to overthink these questions ahead of time or anything, but this is one where I was like, you know, this could add value to the world. A review show, the idea of like reviewing something, of tasting something, reviewing something is like, you know, we're experiencing something, we're sharing knowledge. I think where it maybe went a little wrong is I don't think that our opinions on sodas seemed valuable in any way. <laughs> it didn't seem like we knew what we were talking about. Me, it, especially. <laughs> um, it. Did add value to my world insofar as it tells me, oh, that's good research for me to do at some point. I'll learn more about that. We could learn more about sodas. I'll say, and that that shiso soda, I it added value to my world because that is one I would buy again and make a cocktail with. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but I would say overall, pretty fun, mildly repeatable, not that valuable. <laughs> Like, if I was gonna, like, if I was, uh, uh, like, if, if, if there were a section of Yelp that was like, just show me all the reviews from people who don't like this thing anyways. <laughs> How is this pizza place? I don't know. I don't like pizza very much. I think it was fine. That's not a very helpful review. Um, so but in that, that regard. But, but in that way, you know, we got, we, we got to know. Our blind spots. Yeah. We got to know where we may not know everything. And that's okay. Right. Because not everybody knows everything, Jack. And not everyone has to. But we're willing to go into the into the realms of what we don't know. Such as the podcast behind the lyrics, <laughs> but wrong. Was it fun? I had a lot of fun. There was a definite panic of what, wait, what are we, what is it? <laughs> what are we, what? What yeah. was it? Yeah. Um, but I'll boy, say I had a lot the of original, fun. The original intent <laughs> was, I think I think there was a poor pairing on my part with, <laughs> as you articulated well, the fact that the premise, it was a hat on a hat. It was, there would, be, would have been fun of us taking something that was very like poetic and open and like up for interpretation and then kind of landing that and pretending like we wrote it or something. But then to do... To pick the first song as a narrative that's very down the line with someone that's doing a character impression in the song itself, and then to portray the two real-life individuals that wrote this song who we don't know anything about and probably 
by painting them as the, the way we did is probably offensive to their families in some way. We know if we don't have any association with Lenny Capizzi or Bobby Pickett, and we apologize to anyone and everyone that is knows anything more about them, which is probably most people in the world. And so that might have been a small undersight on my part, but I <laughs> I think well, <laughs> when we set ourselves up for failure, that's where the real gold comes out. I think there was yes. some real gold in there. I had a lot of fun it, 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 for exactly the reasons you described. Um, <laughs> it was, though. It's so once I realized, like, oh, this is so narrative, I was reading ahead. I was like, do we want to then just go like up? Oh, and then these people came out and danced and just justify <laughs> each of those things back into another story. It's just... <laughs> Was it repeatable? I think it'd be a repeatable one because you just pick a new song. You do it. Yeah, you know? sure. Very repeatable. Or we just do a deep dive further into Bobby Pickett and uh, <laughs> and Lenny Capizzi every episode. I mean, I do think we built we built a very compelling world to return back to for those guys. Yes, of I course. Mean, to me, it just felt like half an hour is not enough. No, so exactly. much more to explore right. here. <laughs> um, was did it bring value to the world? Did it add value to the world? I think. By definition, this one is one of the hardest no's, like one of the most, like absolutely not. We're literally, the premise of this one is we'll just say in, incorrect shit for a half an hour. We'll just say, we'll just pick a thing that's real. There is a real story of how this song was written, but it's not this. This yeah. is bullshit. That's, but maybe, maybe that. Is that what brings it value all along? Wow. I mean, maybe somebody out there didn't know where the Cobb salad was invented. <laughs> so there's something there. And I think we introduced at least the actual two writers of the song. Yeah. Maybe you, know. you didn't know the name Lenny Capizzi. Yeah. Or, or Everyone, Bobby, Bobby Pickett. Pickett gets all the, all the glory. What about Lenny? He's not on all that stuff. You know, um, no, I think it's probably the hardest yes for me on adding value to the world. I think okay. that really, I really think that, um, you know, I just gotta, I gotta find some scrap of hope that it wasn't a complete <laughs> abysmal blimp failure. It got one of the best. Did we have fun <laughs> ratings possible? It's we had the so truth. much fun. It's the truth. And we bit, I, I guess it's more that, did it bring value to the world, the alternate world that we built? Yeah, because the oh, alternate world sure. we built didn't exist until we travel. built it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's very valuable. Would you say there's a, there's, a, there's a winner for you in this one, Jack? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it to you all as to whether or not there's a clear winner of this did you, podcast. Did you do head. you? Head to head. I think that the, I think probably the soda one won. I, I, I enjoyed the structure. I enjoyed the journey. I didn't get a headache from it. So I had a blast. I think that one won, but I also had I a lot of, I think I had more podcast in the other one. I was sure. laughing. I had a lot, I had a lot of bigger laughs in the other one for Agreed. myself. Um, but they were fundamentally different. So yeah, I think if you want, you can take the soda one. You can do it with somebody who knows anything about <laughs> soda. I think you and you and someone, you and someone who likes soda. That's a podcast, man. You say that <laughs> as if I said anything of value in the descriptions of sodas. I said this one's like a candy. This one is, but this one is like, mm, I don't taste the pepper. Could it be Dr Pepper? <laughs> What's Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah. The one soda I haven't drank for 20 years? Right. 
Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for um, <clears throat> thank you for listening. Uh, uh, and to play us out, Chris is going to remind us of the the song about the song that Lenny Capizzi wrote when he saw that cat when he was walking his dog and he got scared. It's dog cat. It's cat dog. What bit me? I can't stop because I my brain is slowly melting from the rabies. From the rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening, everyone. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.